Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome uh, to the Career Crossroads podcast and a part of the show that we call Expertise. My name is Chris Wade. I'm the president of CXR, and I am your host for the next thrilling 10 minutes uh, as we catch up with industry friend Shonda Zillick, who is the global talent brand leader at Qualtrics. Now, these episodes are sort of a fast talk track uh, with industry leaders and industry personalities who have agreed to come on and share a life or work lesson they have learned. So this could be a victory in their recent career uh, and how they got there or a crushing moment in their lives that proved to later galvanize them from failure. Uh, if you were here last week, you got to enjoy that one. It was like, I, I probably laughed the entire episode, but Regardless of the topic, it is derived from our 2021 priority survey that literally anyone can participate in and that already has focus areas uh, uh, sort of honed down from hundreds of talent leaders from around the world. So if you're interested in adding what you think we should be sharing about, head over to the 2021 priorities benchmark that can be found within the research and reports section of CXR.works. Now, if you're with us live today, you can jump on that keyboard and add a question for our guest in the chat section. And if we've got time, uh, we'll take a shot at getting it answered. If not, we'll address it in our open and free exchange at CXR.works slash talent talks. With all that, Shonda, how the heck are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so excited. I'm yeah, a little pressure now. You laughed the whole time last week. I, I feel like I, now I'm going to try to be funny and I'm probably not going to be very funny. So it's okay. It was a, it was a terrible story. Somebody's youth. It was, you got to listen to it. It was really I funny. will. I will. I've got to, you definitely have me on the edge of my seat. So like, if our listeners are watching in the video cast, they likely see that you have a guest with you. I do. This is Wesley. He is my 13-year-old son. Today is job shadowing day. And lucky for Wesley, you know, with COVID and everything, he's got one person to shadow. So <laughs> we're going to, we uh, we started off the morning with a few emails and um, just trying to explain even what I do. So maybe we can talk a little more about that, but he decided to join us for the conversation today. And I think it's going to be kind of fun. All right, Wesley, we're, we're glad to have you on. Anything you want to share before we jump right in? Uh, not, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, no sports forecasts, nothing like that? Oh, yeah, who's going to win? Who's going to win March Madness? Oh, um, I'm probably going to go with Michigan. Oh, just because my mom getting good with me already. Yeah, <laughs> a chance. We need livers back, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eric's excited about oh, that. Blue. There you go. <laughs> Well, look, so Shonda, as a, as, a, and Wesley, feel free to jump in throughout the entire conversation. Uh, as, a, as a global talent brand manager, right, we know that um, there's a ton on your plate. Uh, there's always tons for you to do. There's just so much responsibility, especially at a large organization, a global organization. And while you've done things right, we've talked about this, you've not always been able to knock it out of the park, have you? No. <laughs> no. And, and, you know, I, um, yeah, you know, in, in talking about and just, I guess, for our viewers, too, I was at General Electric before, kind of implemented that that global employment brand uh, strategy for General Electric. And then um, close to three years ago, I joined Qualtrics, actually, for the same type of reason. 
And you want me to just dive into what I've done wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hear about what you did okay. Like, what, what would you say is probably, like, if you had to sort of silo it or break it down a little bit, like, how, how would you sort of position the challenges that you had to learn from? Like, where, where you didn't just, you didn't quite make it all the way to the hoop. Welcome, Wes. You didn't quite make it, right? Uh, the missed three points. Like, like give, us, give us that from a high level. Yeah, you know, so I think the biggest thing to point out is one of the areas that really, one of the biggest areas we're concentrating on at Qualtrics and that I was concentrating on when I came in was to evolve our, our current recruiting org into an attraction-led recruiting org. And so what does that mean? Just to make sure we're all on the same page is, you know, instead of going and finding the needle in the haystack, we're basically applying a huge magnet to the haystacks and we're trying to attract all those needles to us. Now doing this, stepping into a recruiting org where basically every single person that was part of the recruiting org was a full-time recruiter, I should have thought to myself, maybe I need to be you know, very thoughtful and respectful on how, how I approach this. And unfortunately I did, I, I did things wrong. And looking back, obviously it's been three years. I can probably simmer, simmer those down into basically three things. Okay. One is I think, you know, I went in with my vision. I went in and I said, Hey, this is my vision. We've talked about how, and, and you guys, you know, we can, we can get this out if we want to, but I have a huge journey map that I, that I put together of every single stage from unaware of an employer all the way through to alumni of a company. And I called out every single data point in every stage. And I said, this is how it all needs to work together. And this is the storytelling that needs to work. And this is how it impacts everything. And really having it be my vision was the first step of where I went wrong. And uh, I think, you know, honestly, like is as, as my son, if I come to you, this is actually a real life thing actually that I can think of is two years ago, I came to you and I said, Wesley, you're really good at acting. You need to take theater. How did you respond to that? Since it was your idea, I didn't want to take theater. And like, I wanted to, I wanted it to be my own idea. Um, to take theater. So I ended up not taking it. Right. Yeah. But then like a couple months ago, you came to me and you said, I want to take theater. <laughs> so because now it's his idea. Yeah. When yeah. it was his idea. And so I think that's the first big thing is like, I went at it as, Hey, this is my vision. Everyone get on board with my vision. And what I should have done is I should have tried to figure out ways to allow our recruiters and allow our hiring managers and allow our talent acquisition leaders to say, Hey, look, like this is our vision. We want to be attraction led. We want to do this faster. We want to do it smarter um, and put steps in place to not be my vision, but to be honestly their vision or really our vision, right. Instead of, instead of two teams like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the toughest lessons I learned as a up and coming leader was that being a leader wasn't necessarily about um, taking people somewhere. It was about getting them to go with you. Yeah. And that's a tough yes. lesson for everybody to learn. And I should have known that, right? Like, Oh, kicking myself. For sure. It's one of the, well, I want to, I, I want to keep going, but you gotta, I saw this journey map that you were working on when you, when you were in the midst of, you were knee deep in it and you were slugging it out to build this thing. And I have to tell you, uh, success or fail for that map. It's one of the most impressive documents I've ever seen from a candidate journey, just from an, an experiential standpoint. I've added a lot to it too. Cause now, honestly, for me, there's, um, in this journey, 
is that was mostly about the attraction led and the recruiting side of it. But the reality is in employment brand, we serve two masters. We serve the attraction and recruiting side and the talent brand, but we also serve the company brand. So now there's, it's, it's even more um, overwhelming. I'll put it that way on involving the company brand and the data points that it actually impacts as well in each stage. So um, yeah, we can dig into that deeper. Sometime. <laughs> it takes way more than a podcast. <laughs> For sure. It took at least an hour just to walk through that. It was every touch point. It was really incredible. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'd say, you know, in moving into even additional things that I've done wrong, honestly, um, the second thing is I, my background's in marketing. And I think, you know, I just, as a marketer, you shouldn't walk in and try to change the way people are recruiting. You know, as a, as a, um, you know, actually a, another example of this, Wesley here is a really good soccer player. And uh, I, how would you feel if I was like, let's go out in the yard and, and I'm going to teach you how to, I'm going to teach you how to kick with your left foot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that since you don't, since you haven't played soccer before. And, stuff. <laughs> and I'm really not that athletic. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, right there is a great example, I think, you know, and I think, I mean, even building on the analogy, like if your dad took you out to play soccer, how would you feel? I would feel better since he's played soccer for a long time and he used to coach people too. So, and then, so, so your mom has no athletic street cred to you. Well, in running. He's being nice. <laughs> She, she no soccer cred. Run well. Yeah, not, I'm not a soccer. In fact, we've tried to do passes before, and he's like, uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> no, but that makes a lot of sense. Like, you're talking about this perceived issue of, of true credibility before you just come in and turn my world upside down. Right, right. If my coach asked me, like, if my coach were to teach me some of these things, I would feel even more sure because he – coaches right now and it hasn't been a while since he's coached and he probably still plays too so yeah so one of the things that i think the analogy and that even plays well into the analogy right like one of the things we've now got in place is we have we actually call them tarps uh is a horrible acronym but it's t-a mm, uh, talent acquisition something. I can't even remember what it stands for anyways, but we have one on every one of our recruiting teams. And what they are is basically a talent brand represented. They meet with my talent brand team on a weekly basis and they go back to their teams and there are basically our champions for those teams. They are full-time recruiters, which is a balancing act. And I'm not sure we've exactly figured it out yet. Um, but they getting the message, getting uh, behavior is getting feedback, even to our team from that through them is way easier than if I'm trying to go to their team meetings. Cause we tried that for a while. I'm going to their team meetings and I'm saying, Hey, let's do it this way. And they're saying, no, we don't want to, or no, that doesn't work. Instead, if these tarps are actually going, they're like, Hey, I did this video online to post for my job. I had 4,000 views within 24 hours. Then I had three people in the pipeline. Then I had this, it's a lot easier for them to buy in coming from the tarp rather than coming from somebody from talent brand. So I'd say that's the second thing is you don't know, you don't know what, you don't know everything <laughs> as a talent brand specialist, you know, you've got to have that recruiting background. Well, I imagine also that the relationships, it, it begins to foster a level of trust. 
uh, and and they can actually see the experience that the the specialist is is sort of bringing in, sort of in those intakes or those or those overviews. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, along with that too, even the talent leaders, you know, um, when we talk about vision and when we talk about knowing something, like it's really important for them to even be able to say it back to you, right? Not in your words, say it back to you as a memorization, but like in their own terms, Mm -hmm. what are we doing here and how are we evolving? Um, And I would say our talent acquisition leaders and our TARPs have been champions for doing that. And like, that's the moments where I'm starting to realize, okay, we're, we're moving forward. We're making strides here. (laughs) <laughs> there is, you know, you've probably, you, you may or may not know this already. There is actually a technique and I think it's called the drive-through technique where when you are done during an intake, you repeat the order back the way that you heard it, just right. like you get at a drive-through restaurant. And you could say, no, I didn't ask for any fries with that. What I was looking for was an apple pie. And it's a whole, it's a whole nother piece of that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right, give us a third one. Give us a third silo on our way out of here. Yeah, I think your third one is you you have to be able to talk about the full roadmap. You know, there's there's moments in talent where you're saying, we're going to bring these people in, we're going to bring these people in, we're going to bring these people in. And your recruiters are out there going, no, I don't need more applications, right? Like, I don't need more talent. And, and, and it's really important to kind of have that whole roadmap. And we've gone as far as even into the employee experience side and how the internal mobility program actually makes the external attraction side smarter. Um, and so I think having that whole roadmap and what it impacts is really important. I always tell like Wesley is like a kid. He likes to know things ahead of time, right? So like, after, he has to have a plan. So like if I wake him up on a Saturday morning, I'm like, hey, you got a soccer game. And he's like, great. He'd be like, he immediately, what are we doing after that? What are we doing after that? What are we doing? He, one, I think he wants to know when he gets to be lazy, right? Like he doesn't want, he wants to make sure he's not playing soccer the whole entire day. But I think also it helps in his brain to know, you know, what's coming. Be prepared. Be prepared. For what's coming. Yeah. And even probably even weigh in on it, I would say too. You know, he has what he wants to do on a Saturday. And I think that was with that whole roadmap with recruiters and, and even in going back to number one and it being our vision together, recruiters then weighing in on what the roadmap looks like and even making it smarter than we could do on our own just on the talent brain team. So that would be the third thing is just making sure that you have that whole roadmap and what it all impacts um, and making that really clear and, and really making it our roadmap again, back to that, our vision together. Yeah, I think that's really insightful. Wesley, thank you so much. You, you have been not only the youngest uh, podcaster that we've ever had on our, our guest show, but certainly one of the best shadows we've ever seen. <laughs> Maybe we can record that and send that back to his teacher. <laughs> I, we, we'll send the whole episode. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> Shona, thank you so much for your time today. I know it was just a little snippet, kind of a peek into what you're doing, but I, I just think some of the lessons that you're able to share are invaluable. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you again for having me. This is so much fun. I love it. Good stuff. Well, look, my, my hope is that everyone will jump on next week uh, at this time when we connect with Linda Brenner. She's the co-founder and managing partner at Talent Growth Advisors. Now, Linda is quite honestly one of my favorite people to share a mic with. She embodies the term personality when we say industry personalities. Uh, she might be she might be up for some sort of award, says she's the funniest person in the space. But uh, she's going to share with us her opinion that not all roles are critical and not all people are vital uh, for your success. We'll definitely have some fun with that one. Don't miss it. Until then, we hope to see everyone online at www.cxr.work slash talent talks. Thanks, everybody. 
Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.